Hi, guys. It's Robert Gardner. I'm here today with Brittany Younger. We were going to have a conversation about value, and Brittany and I met through the Massage Entrepreneurs Group on Facebook. I wanted to have a conversation with her, allow her to introduce herself and talk about uh, what she's doing in her practice, what she's doing in her teaching practice. So uh, thank you for coming on with us, Brittany. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm super excited to um, be here. Um, values is kind of one of my big things that I really like to um, talk about um, and you know teach and um, just kind of help people understand because it's it's a pretty tricky, pretty tricky thing um, when you really get into what value is and what values are to people. Um, yeah. So. Um, just a little bit about myself. Um, I've been a massage therapist for 12 years, and I've had my own practice for about 10 years now, ever since um, 2010 is when I started, so almost, yeah, almost 10 years. So um, I've taken a couple breaks because I have four kids, and um, about five years ago, I really felt led into kind of teaching other massage therapists how to start their own business. Um, I saw how stuck people were and how difficult it was to really kind of break through in the industry just because we don't have that business education when we go to school. Um, so when I came back from maternity leave this last time, I really kind of went full in with um, my coaching, um, business coaching in conjunction with my massage practice. And so that's kind of what I'm, I'm doing now. And like I said, value, um, teaching value and how to market your value and learn your core values and use that in your marketing is really kind of one of my big keystones in what I teach, um, the massage therapist. Yeah. Uh, what kind of a uh, practice, like what do you focus on specifically as a therapist? Um, so I primarily focus on treatment work, um, really delving into people that have um, complicated pain patterns. So I deal a lot with fibromyalgia, people who have been in car accidents, recovering from injuries, whether they're like chronic or um, recent. So that's really kind of my niche right there. Yeah. Yeah. And then do you find uh, these days, are you doing more work as a therapist or more work as a coach? Um, right now, I'm doing kind of more work as a therapist and because um, I'm just slowly building the internship that I'm doing. Um, yeah. And um, more, a lot of it is just kind of being involved in um, like massage entrepreneur groups. Um, I'm involved in a couple other Facebook groups uh, for business and massage therapists and just kind of right now I'm in the serving portion of it, just kind of helping, you know, in little bits and pieces where I can, I do some workshops. But other than that, I would say definitely right now, the biggest portion of my business is actually the hands-on portion of massage. Yeah. Are you interested long-term in like building more of the coaching practice and kind of moving away from seeing as many clients or do you have like a perfect balance that you want? Um... I think it's kind of more of the perfect balance just because I absolutely love working with clients and just kind of seeing that transformation. Um, but even right out of school, I've always wanted to teach massage in some fashion. And so 
I've always kind of been building towards this. So it, but yeah, it's kind of more of that ideal balance um, in, you know, teaching other massage therapists on how to run a business and do what I do, but still actually doing the massage portion. Yeah. When you, uh, when you read Massage Entrepreneurs, does it make you want to pull your hair out? <laughs> yes. Um, okay, good. <laughs> We're on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's funny because it's, it's, on some days it's like such a tinderbox too. Of there's so many different people saying so many different things and everybody's saying the exact same thing over and over and over again. And there's, yeah, there's a couple different people that are, you know, very big voices that are really kind of trying to keep, you know, promoting, um, the key points of you know entrepreneurship especially in the massage industry and then there's there's yeah there's a lot of other noise that happens yeah. too so, so yeah. we're we, we're having ongoing challenges and i as the admin am still trying to figure out rules to be able to clean the group modify the group make it better you know there is a different challenge from when the group had three thousand people to where now it's got almost 14,000. So there's a lot of voices. A lot of people have very different practices or goals. Um, you know, it's very common for a therapist to walk in and say, hey, uh, I, you know, I just graduated six months ago. Um, I want to build my own practice. What's the best way to do that? <laughs> and you don't yeah. know where they live. You don't know where they live. You don't know what their focus is. You don't know if they have uh, a rental space. You don't have any context uh, context to be able to give them more distinct advice. And mostly what I find is the therapists are looking for the one trick pony. They're, they're trying to find the one magic bullet that allows them to get clients effortlessly. They build their practice and they never have to market ever again because they're just fully booked out. And I think it's not one thing. It's a whole array of stuff. So over time as I've gotten more uh, militant, shall we say, the reason you and I met or had a conversation is there's 14,000 people in there. Unless you comment regularly or I'm reading your stuff, like I don't even know who they are. They're just people in the group. Um, I find it funny how many people don't even realize that I'm the admin. They just like, that guy's a jerk, you know, and I'm like, but I'm the admin. <laughs> so you, there was some post, it, I don't remember if it was a post that you made and then Below the post, there were some comments, and then you posted a link, I think, to a class. But for whatever was going on that evening, like I scrolled through my feed. It was in Massage Entrepreneurs, and I'm like, great, somebody posted an ad. Delete, block, ban. <laughs> yep. And then you messaged me and said, hey, you know, was I removed from the group? And I went, oh, yeah, no, I think you, you posted an ad you know, to your class. And then it engaged that conversation about what value is. And this has been one of the key points that we've had debates about ever since essentially massage entrepreneurs started is, you know, what is value? Somebody will say, well, if you go to my website, there's this free thing. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's cool. Can you like give me something here on site where I don't have to go? So for instance, somebody will come in occasionally, and this is how I interpret the rules, by the way, this is a constant process of flux. Somebody will want to post a blog post, but they'll come in and post a blog post and it's just obvious that they're just selling stuff. They're just leading people to their website. So they're pulling them away from our group 
onto their website. But to me, if they would just take a couple paragraphs of information, some actual value you can get right on Massage Entrepreneurs, I would leave that post up. I've not been able to get massage therapists to understand what value is in the context of massage entrepreneurs. They just want to grumble, you know, and it's like, oh, well, Robert only promotes things he approves of. And it's like, no. So for me, I have a free time massage workbook. This is basically how massage entrepreneurs came to be because I'm an educator as well. I'm giving that workbook away for free. I could post a video with a link to the free workbook. So the video is just teaching you something. I would get banned from massage groups. They would, they would absolutely delete like my posts. And I'm like, why can't I share this free stuff? And they say, there's no ads on this page. There's absolutely no self-promotion. And I was like, how do you expect massage therapists to learn anything about business if you don't allow them to give value? Make sense? Oh, yeah. So, so for me, I allow people I don't like to promote their stuff in massage entrepreneurs. I've created it as like a free open space, but educators specifically, they come in and go, hey, my class is coming up in Washington. And I'm like, delete, block, ban. If they would just give me a video that taught me something on site and said, oh, by the way, we do have some classes coming up, I leave it. It doesn't matter. I allow them to promote themselves and advertise to 14,000 people. But all I hear about is, oh, why did you delete my post? Why did you block me? And I have to keep explaining the same thing repeatedly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, and it's interesting because it's what one person thinks of value um, can be completely different for like another person. But um, yeah, no, I totally get where you're coming from of just the, you know, the CEU classes be like, hey, this is what's happening here and, you know, all this stuff. Um, and that's kind of why we got into that discussion of um, when I posted that, I think it was uh, an article that I posted. Um, and then I had a link to my free workshop um, below. And because it wasn't directly, because it took you to a different website to read the article, I think that's what kind of triggered that, you know, no value portion to you. Um, whereas, you know, I kind of wasn't clear on what you valued um, at that point, which is what got us into that conversation that we had, I think, via Messenger, where I was trying to figure out, I'm like, well, what, what is valuable to you? And, um, you know, now, now that we've had that conversation, I can totally see where you're coming from. It's that immediate value right there on the page. You don't have to go anywhere. You know, even if I had... I think even if I had copied just, you know, a paragraph from that article, posted it on there, and they could read, you know, the highlights of the article, or I said, hey, these are the highlights of this article. Here's, you know, my take on this article. If you want, you know, if you like my view, I'm having a free workshop. Um, yeah. You know, but it's, it's kind of you value that immediate connection. And just from my understanding of you, that's kind of one of your core values. You, And that's kind of why that's displayed in your value. And that's the, that's the tricky thing about value is it's always, always wrapped up into um, the consumer's core values. So yeah. right now, you're even though you're the admin, you're kind of like the consumer of, you know, the group. You're, you know, yeah. moderating what so, everyone else, yeah. 
Value from my perspective is what builds massage entrepreneurs. And I'll give you a quick info. Like somebody, another educator, they posted something in the group. It was another thing, a delete block ban. They write me and they're like, hey, you know, I want to offer my stuff. I want to be clear about the rules. And they said, Robert, I'll pay you. Robert, I will pay you money for you to allow me to promote your stuff in your group. I haven't even replied to his message. I don't want his money. He can't, he can't pay me enough to like destroy the, the group I created. What I want is, so for instance, like um, when, when you do, uh, I, didn't, I don't remember the post, when you do like the free stuff, are you doing mm-hmm. like uh, consulting or coaching? Is it like a freebie sort of class? How does that work exactly? So what, what I usually do is um, I Hi, this is Trent Knox, podcast producer and videographer for Robert Gardner Wellness. I just wanted to thank you for listening to this episode. It means a lot to Robert and I that you would take the time out of your day to hear what Robert and his guests have to say. May I ask you a quick favor? If you have gotten any value out of this podcast, please subscribe to the podcast, leave a comment, and share the link on social media. Once again, thank you for your support and enjoy the rest of the episode. Okay, it's going to be a, it's a quick 15-second uh, break. Uh, Brittany, can you give them information about where they can find more about you, like social media links or the website they could go to to sign up for your email list or whatever you have available? Um, yeah, so if they go to – I have a couple different Facebook pages just because I have my coaching business separate from my massage business. Um, so my coaching business that I'm focusing on is – um, the Massage Therapy Internship Program of Washington. Now it can be anywhere, but I'm kind of focusing on Washington because I like to do in-person stuff. Um, so if they, you know, either Google that or they um, look up, I think it's Massage Internship on Facebook, um, they should find um, my page as well as if they go to my massage page, they can um, get me directly, which is um, intua-touch.massagetherapy.com. And that will get them to where they can sign up and be on my email list. And those are both great ways to contact me. Cool. Um, whenever you had the uh, free class, that little link, mm-hmm. that information, were you doing like an in-person class or was it something that was distance? Um, so it is a like normally what I do is virtual workshops um, on either I have my own massage group. Um, on Facebook, and um, so sometimes I'll do live workshops in there, um, or I'll do them on Zoom, and yeah. so, so it's usually kind of a virtual workshop that I can do um, that I'm linking to, and then it's just kind of a, I think the last one I did was how to write um, an embodied business plan for massage therapy practice. Yeah. So from my, from my standpoint, and you guys can follow me at RG wellness on Snapchat and TikTok, And I think Twitch, um, Robert Gardner wellness on Facebook, uh, RG wellness one, two on Instagram. Uh, I'm everywhere. Uh, you can go to our free trial. I think there's either link above or below. There's a free trial in our subscription service right now. What what I'd recommend to you, Brittany, is like we've created massage entrepreneurs. You can market your stuff directly. Mm-hmm. What I would start doing is how many people do you have in your little Facebook group? Um, I think there's about 150 right now. It's yeah. just for so, like local. 
local therapists. Yeah. Are you trying to reach out like out of state? Yeah, like eventually, I mean, I'm kind of just going with the flow of where I'm led with it at the moment. Um, I'm kind of, I don't want to get too stuck in a specific direction, if that makes sense. But um, so I, I may, you know, have a group where I open it up where it's not just kind of like the Puget Sound, Washington area, but kind of everywhere. Um, but it's, I have a group that I invite people in that have taken the workshop. It's kind of sort of like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I kind of have those two groups that thought can answer your question. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Massage Entrepreneurs gives you a 14,000-member entry point. Mm -hmm. If you go into Massage Entrepreneurs once a week and just do, like, a 15-, 20-minute Facebook Live talking about another area of business – and you say, hey, if you want to you know, get my stuff, there's a link down below, but you just talk to them, work with them. What you're doing is you're building massage entrepreneurs. I don't care if you glean people out of the group into your group, and I don't care if you sell stuff directly. Like if you had a workbook that was for sale and you went live, talked for five minutes about you know, techniques for getting new clients or rebooking or whatever it is, and then you wanted to sell your workbook, you could do that on site. Like I don't, I don't ban that because you're giving value in the group. I've failed to be able to figure out how to explain it verbally. And it's getting to a point, I'm this close to just declaring myself a just dictator and just <laughs> going through with a machete and just like deleting, blocking, banning people because I don't know how to change it. So for instance, like right now we have a free trial. That subscription service, there's a link it's completely free. Now you have to go somewhere else to sign up to get it, but I can't go into many massage therapist groups and promote that. I can't go into a I can't go into their group and do a Facebook live for an hour and teach them live and say, "Hey, here's a free trial," because they'll say, "Nope, that's self promotion. You can't do that." And I go, "What? Like this doesn't make any sense. Like the way you're operating that group is." One, it's very one-sided. Two, it's not actually teaching massage therapists good business skill. So when it comes to value, when it comes to therapists getting clients, I say, okay, so you know, what value do you give the client? And they go, well, you know, I do a good massage. And I go, okay, they can get a, they can get a good massage at Massage Envy. What they want to know is why do you charge 90 and Massage Envy charges 60 or whatever. And then you get into these, you know, conversations where value is across industries. So um, I'm not much of a mechanic. Uh, I get occasional emails from Discount Tire because I bought my, my bought my tires at Discount Tire. We know what Discount Tire does. They deal with tires, and they say, "Hey, Robert, listen. If you bring your car in, you got to do your tire rotation." They include that for free because I bought the tires there. Now the gimmick is. Once I go in, they check all my tires and go, listen, Robert, this, this tire on this right side is balding right here. I think you're okay right now, but within the next two months, I think you should bring this in and get this tire replaced. Because they're creating this cycle of value, right, which leads mm -hmm. to another sale, leads to me trusting them. I talk to massage therapists about this specifically, and they go, you know, well, I don't know how to, I mean, what do I do, give them a longer session? Like they don't know how to give value outside of the service specifically. And I would say, do you make videos and educate the clients? 
Do you go on Facebook Live and talk to your clients? Do you teach them how to massage their loved one or show them how to use tennis balls to massage themselves? And, and inevitably what the therapists do is they go, oh, I don't know. That sounds like work. <laughs> no, they don't want to be on camera. And, I'm, and for me, I don't really know how to explain to them how do they give value to their clients. In other words, something outside of the session. This client, the, this consumer knows that they're going to get value from the session. If they're paying you 80 bucks, they expect to get 80 bucks of value out of the service you're giving. But how do you go like above and beyond besides giving them a chocolate or whatever? Like, how do you provide additional? And I think this is where massage therapists are abject failures, in my opinion. And it's me being very biased. They're not educating the public about what we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I completely agree. Um, so kind of what I'm hearing you talking about is that whole added value and the client basically perceiving what this extra value is and why they should come to you more often than, you know, massage envy or the therapist down the road that's charging $10 less. Or, um, and it, it does come back to, um, like I said, I can trace pretty much everything back to a client's core values and the therapist's core values. And so it's really about recognizing that we're not doing, we're not selling massage, we're selling the transformation that massage brings that specific client and knowing that client on a different level. So say you have a client that's, you know, really big into environmentalism and, um, you know, is, is an avid hiker comes in, you know, what you're giving them is a completely different value than what you're giving that, you know, single mom that's coming in to see you that, you know, really values their family. So you're going to market and provide value to each of those clients differently, depending on, you know, kind of just knowing their core values. So the environmentalist, you're going to add extra value by, you know, promoting that you're a paperless office. You know, they should come in and see you because you're helping protect the environment on top of, you know, being a great massage therapist and giving them relief to their sore muscles and letting them get out and go hiking again. Um, you know, whereas like the, the single mom, you know, coming in, you're going to market differently to them and provide a different value to them by, you know, letting them de-stress and, you know, be a better mother to their children, help them, you know, be able to work the longer hours to get more money for their family because they value their family. Um, figuring out a way of, you know, trying to do something for them that's family oriented. Um, I don't know, figuring out a way to help them out with childcare or um, so that they can come in and get a massage. Uh, it's, I mean, there's so many different things, but it all comes down to what does your specific clientele or ideal client value and how can you create that added value to your, you know, services that doesn't necessarily equate just giving more of your time and more of yourself um, in the process. So that's, yeah. that's kind of my take on that. Yeah. I mean, it's all dependent upon the person that you're trying to draw in as a client. 
And when I say that, you know, I started massage entrepreneurs, one, to have the conversations they weren't having on other massage therapist groups related to business. Two, it was to build a massive rabid following because massage therapists won't listen to me about technique because they already know everything about technique, right? <laughs> so what I did is I said, okay, all the massage therapists need help with business. Let me, let me give away everything related to business and teach them business from the ground up. And then maybe they'll listen to me about technique and come take some of my classes. But that was a very conscious decision on my point, on my part. Massage entrepreneurs exploded. It just continued to grow and continued to grow. So from Mark Zuckerberg's standpoint, why did Mark Zuckerberg seemingly promote massage entrepreneurs and show massage entrepreneurs to more people? Because I gave Mark Zuckerberg value because people were making posts on massage entrepreneurs that people were paying attention to. They were spending longer on Facebook's platform, which meant that Mark Zuckerberg could show them ads related to Biotone cream or whatever they were selling. So I gave Mark Zuckerberg value. He allows massage entrepreneurs to grow. And that's what I mean about the power of, in my specific case, I think video. Uh, video was one of the things I was pushing at a time in which, oh, I mean, it's changed in the last couple of years, but massage therapists, for the most part, what I see is they're very hesitant or reluctant uh, reluctant to deal with video in any form, even to just deal with um, education. So just to give you an idea, like the stuff I would talk about related to social media, I was very social media heavy, and I would say, listen, does your client follow you on Instagram? And they said, yeah. And I was like, why don't you follow up with the client in a video message instead of via email? And they were like, what? And I'm like, get on your phone, press the button to John and say, John, listen, it was really great working with you yesterday. Listen, if you're having problems with your infrastructure, don't forget, you can watch that video on YouTube I showed you that I made that shows you how to use a tennis ball on that muscle. It, it blew massage therapists' minds because for some reason, I think they weren't taught this in school. The, the schools have not kept up with the pace of how technology is changing information distribution. A video is so much more personal. It gives so much more value than just an email. Yeah. It's a different, or, it's a different form of connection. Yeah. Yeah. For a limited time, Robert Gardner Wellness is offering a free 30-day trial of his industry-leading subscription service. Reboot Insiders Club. That's right. Your first month is free of charge, and after that, it's only $7 per month to continue your subscription. Don't worry. You can cancel at any time, and if you cancel before the 30 days, you will not be charged. Inside, you'll learn massage and body techniques and how to thrive in business for only $7 per month. You get access to over 350-plus hours of online classes, including table and mat work and business and marketing. Membership to our Facebook group exclusively for subscribers. And additionally, you'll receive occasional bonuses. And in the past, we've given additional NCBTMB approved home study courses with CE credit. So don't wait. Get your free trial today. Head on over to R-G-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S dot S-T-O-R-E. That's R-G-Wellness dot store. Can't wait for you to join our subscription service.
Yeah, guys, uh, you can check out rgwellness.store. Uh, there should be a link either down above or below. There's a free trial for our subscription service there. There's nearly 400 hours of my class recordings. We usually charge seven bucks a month, but we just had something set up. So there's a free trial for your first 30 days. And then where can they uh, find you again, Brittany? Where would they follow you? Um, they can follow me on uh, Facebook. So um, the Massage Therapy Internship Program of Washington. Um, and then they can follow me there. And I do live videos there, too, and post a lot of content related to business and you know, little tips and tricks I find. Nice. Yeah, so the, the ongoing conversation about value, I don't think this is the last time it will come up. Um, I'll try to refine it as much as I can so people understand. What I was completely clueless about was the fact that an educator could come into massage entrepreneurs, do a video, teach them a technique or two, and say, hey, my class is coming up in Oklahoma. Go ahead and sign up. The link's there. They can, they can advertise directly. They can sell directly in our group. And they go, nah, I'm not interested in that. They just go, blur, throw out an ad. And I go, delete, block, ban. Like, I don't even know how to make it more clear. I think the other thing is, to me, there's all these massage therapy groups and there's massage entrepreneurs. We stand out completely. Like, our rules are completely different for a, a very different reason. And if you don't think that's the case, you, Brittany, could go into a Facebook group and share my link for my free stuff. I can't go into my group and share my link for my free stuff because that's self-promotion. And here's the thing, from a business standpoint, if you can't promote yourself, how are you going to build a business? Well, that's just pure marketing. Being self-promotion is marketing. I mean, it's all about how you do it, too. It has to be like, you know, a massage entrepreneur that has to have that immediate um, physical value and like you said you're you know you put a lot more stock into videos because I I do as well because you know it's I have four kids running around the house trying to read an article is <laughs> trying to read anything is you know like almost impossible but being able to watch a video I can stick my headphones in watch a video while they're running around and I mean I can have that value and like you said it's much more personal um and valuing that personal connection so yeah it's it's very interesting um i haven't had too much experience with you know a lot of the other groups but i know there definitely is kind of think of the washington massage group that i'm in um <laughs> yeah do, well it's do you, funny do you know about that by the way do you know about that why i do that I well, I think you, uh, yeah, you got banned from there, right? Yeah, for I got banned from video. I got banned yeah. from two different groups. Um, <laughs> I think I was a member of both, but I pissed some people off in one, and then I think these people are friends, so they banned me from both of them. Yeah, that actually happened to me as well. In um, there's like three or four of the groups. Um, someone came in and one of the admins had left, and so she took over the admin, and I was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" She asked if. You know, she was like, I'm going to shut this group down. I was like, um, excuse me. I was pretty much, you know, who died and made you God. And um, so I questioned her authority and she deleted and banned me from multiple groups just for questioning her authority, which was kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, no, I completely relate to, you know, being 
you know, anytime I think I've seen, you know, people question other people's authority and, you know, the method entrepreneurs group and it's that's not a bannable offense. You know, it's kind of like, it's, there's a, there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, drama that can happen on a daily basis in that group, but it's, it kind of all seems to work itself out in the end. So value, value wins. Listen, yeah. I had, had another educator. I'll never forget this. Uh, it was the first person I ever had to ban for massage entrepreneurs. She completely lost it on me, called me a misogynist, mansplaining asshat, you know, told people never listen to my advice because I didn't have a marketing degree, you know, on and on and on. I didn't even know who it was. And then later when I found out, you know, she basically wouldn't relent. So I had to wind up like banning her from the group and like setting out rules. And the first rule was just don't call people names. Like you can disagree with me all day. It doesn't bother me at all. Like you mm -hmm. can, you know, uh, like Scott Lindquist and I, I think Scott and I agree very much on business. We disagree about technique sometimes. He talks about deep tissue and I'm talking about Thai stuff and mat based. But, you know, Scott and I like recently kind of went at each other in the group a little bit, kind of going back and forth, having a debate. And, and in private message, he was like, man, I was afraid you were a little like angry. And I'm like, no, we're just, you know, you need a good, um, marketplace of ideas. There needs to be actual debate and discussion to figure out best practices. What I see as an educator, because there are 14,000 people in the group, almost daily somebody says, hey, my hands are falling off and I'm developing like physical problems because of my work. That makes me want to chuck shit out of windows. Like I'm like, guys, I'm teaching you how to not do that. But the industry refuses to evolve. So that's my own you know, baggage. But in the end, really all we do is say, you know, don't call people names. And then if you're going to post stuff for like free or, you know, sell stuff, you have to provide value. Then they'll want to argue about what value is. Past a certain point, like, for instance, recently I started to think, okay, do I just have to pass a no troll rule? And then I get to be the lovely guy who interprets what a troll is. It's like, listen, I am the troll. I'm the admin. <laughs> like the reason I started this group is because you can't ban me. <laughs> like, I can say whatever I want and you can't remove me from the group. But people will occasionally come in because we have 14,000 people now. And it's like they post stuff that has no entrepreneurial value and it just stirs the pot and makes people angry. Then, you know, people as an admin, people are reporting this to me. Like I'm, I'm getting notifications like, you know, look at this post, look at, look at the, what this person's saying. And I go, the person isn't breaking the rules. And they're like, but you're the admin. And I'm like, if they didn't break a rule, what am I supposed to do? Like, if there's no law, if there's no law against it, what am I supposed to do? And that's the thing. Okay. Let me just put on my, you know, just dictator helmet and just go in and delete block ban, ban people because we don't like what they said. Well, a lot of people don't like what I say, but in America, you know, we do have freedom of speech. How do we create, and this is a question for me, how do you create a Facebook group that allows a level of authenticity, transparency, ethics, and actually allows you, Brittany, to promote your group, to promote what you're selling to massage therapists, to promote information flow? Because I'm not trying to block you at all. Like, mm -hmm. I'm trying to allow you to use massage entrepreneurs to build what you're doing because 
in an active marketplace, I think the best idea wins. And that's what therapists need. They need help with business. There's a reason I started Massage Entrepreneurs, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's definitely. I mean, the massage schools don't teach business, um, but they kind of, you know, it's, yeah. It's kind of like, and that's where, that's, that's where I can, I think you and I are very like-minded in the whole business aspect of massage therapists need to learn business. Um, Cause that's what I'm trying to get, you know, massage therapists to see too. But I think going back to the question of how do you run that group? And it's kind of, we all have to be actually decent human beings and professional and adults and treat each other as such. That's, that's the real trick. <laughs> And I, I laugh because I'm like, I want to go to Twitter and see how America is doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's ongoing work. Like, I'll continue to change it, tweak it. Um, I even mentioned that guy who said, hey, Robert, you know, I'll pay you because, one, I don't think he would pay me very much. I don't, maybe I should ask him. Maybe he'd pay me like $1,000. That'd be nice. I could use it. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, you know, it's not really about the money. Like, it was about providing a space where, you know, I was giving away the free uh, copy of the workbook, but I, I couldn't mention this stuff. They'd say, no, this is self-promotion. Like I could go into the group and say, Hey, I'll just give you a free copy. If you, you know, comment down below or whatever. And they're like, no, you can't do that. It's self-promotion. The reason I have such a problem with that is it's blocking information flow. And what it does is it means that you and I have to pay for ads to be able to reach out when we could have just reached out for free. And when you and I have to pay for ads, our costs just went up, which means we have to charge more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's kind of like what we could have given away for free. Now we have to, you know, have a price. Although there, there is value in charging for things, but it, yeah. it's also there's people tend to value it more if they're invested in it. But um, but it's also I I absolutely love. I mean. I am constantly researching everything. And Massage Entrepreneur Group is actually more of a more of a resource for me to you know learn other people's perspectives because I'm definitely not like the know all of business. I know what I know and works for me and what I've learned, you know, I've through the years of being in business and just my own research. But part of the reason is because I'm constantly researching you know and massage entrepreneur group is one of those great resources and I, that's why I, I love it the value that people do provide in there you know the videos the links um and just kind of like the there's you know a few people that every time someone you know pops on and says well how do I sell you know massage and it's like well you're not selling massage you're you know you're selling you know why people get massage um, you know, just like little tidbits like that of just reading through the posts of gleaming, you know, those little bits of information yeah. to pass on to, you know, the people that, you know, do, um, do kind of my internship or my business coaching, you know, programs, stuff like that. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, the group is, it is doing, even though it can be a little chaotic at times, it is providing that value. Um, yeah. which, you know, I'm extremely grateful for, and I know there's lots of other people that are too. When it comes to massage therapists, um, building your practices, the stuff that you see across the board 
as they're trying to build, what are like the top three things you see that the therapists are having problems with? What are they constantly asking for, for help with in building their business? Um, number one is definitely like finding clients and finding number, clients. Yeah. yeah, finding clients, getting clients. Um, number two would be basically what do they do once they're maxed out and they're not making enough money? You know, yeah. where do they go from there? What's the next step? Okay. I'm, I've hit my ceiling. What do I do now? Um, raise rates. Yep. Well, and it's, you know, it's raise rates figure out how to add extra value without, you know, adding extra time. It's, it's getting creative. It's realizing that you're selling more than just massage and figure out how to monetize what you are doing on a regular basis and figure out how to um, increase that perceived value. And um, third. the third one, um, the third one, actually, I've, think would be kind of more along the the money aspect um one like getting you know accounting because you know once you grow like it's it's pretty simple when you just start a massage business but then once you grow and you get more complicated or you start hiring employees um that accounting portion and then also breaking through massage therapists have this stigma around money and charging for their services so that's like that third step is really getting getting the money figured out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of therapists will come to me because they see my social media presence, my website, you know, they're like, how do I do that? And I go, do what? And they're like, well, how do I get a website? I'm like, I don't know, Wix or, or hire somebody. And they're like, well, how do you start a YouTube? I'm like, take out your phone, press a button, press record. Now go to YouTube, start an account with your email address and upload it. And they're like, what? Like it's not, it's really not, you know, like don't get me wrong. You can make it more complex over time. You can improve and grow and develop. So from the starting point of a practice and you're taking a square payment, that's a level of business acumen dealing with employees, rental space, taxes, you know, that's, that's different, right? It's another scale. It's like, you just start where you are and build. Um, even if the therapists don't have a website, there's so much that they can learn for free if they just go to YouTube and say, I mean, and, and type in literally, you ready, guys? This is the secret. We, we have the internet. You go to YouTube and you type in, how do I <laughs> build my own website? And then you see what comes up and it's like Wix and WordPress and a few other things. And you determine the, the level of work you want to put in or if you have money, how much you're willing to pay someone else to take care of it for you. If you're enjoying this episode and you would like to support Robert Gardner Wellness, head on over to rgwellness.store to see all of the products that we currently have in our marketplace. Uh, as well as earlier mentioned, there was the free, first month free, uh, the ins Insiders Club, Reboot Insiders Club. There's also workbooks, uh, DVDs, digital copies, digital downloads. There's a bunch of different things um, inside of the RG Wellness store. I highly recommend you go on over there and check it out. See if there's something that will help you improve your practice and incre increase your clients or, or knowledge with your students. 
And uh, once again, that's rgwellness.store. Thank you for listening to this episode. I do think it's important for therapists to delegate over time as things grow. Most of what I see, I think 80% of the problem is business. It's not body work. It's not massage. It's not technique. It's business. And business, I think, sounds from the outside very boring, but business is really the heart of the whole matter that allows therapists to serve clients to really manifest the dreams they had when they went to massage school to begin with. So the three things, again, was, it was getting and retaining clients. It was juggling the accounting and finance. Or was that the third? That, the kind of the money was the third. Yeah. The third. What was the second one? Um, the second was kind of, let me see. Um, so, so the first one get kind of getting clients and then kind of, what do you do once you're maxed out, but you're not kind of hitting your income goals, you know, kind of breaking through that feeling, um, and building, like, how do you build, um, from there? And then kind of, how do you deal with the money portion and all the money stuff? I think, uh, massage therapists, I've had this conversation with them. My practice is so different, um, aesthetically and visually because my clients are clothed and it's mat based. Um, many massage therapists will just tell me, you know, it's, it's not massage. And from a visual standpoint, I allow that to speak for itself. I keep shooting video obsessively. More people get used to it. They see it. They see it as a legitimate form of work that anybody could do or learn. Um, so much of it goes into these boring concepts around business, networking, brand building, personal brand. And I can feel the therapist like starting to flatline as I say that. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I've learned to like look at it in a different way. So recently we were talking about Facebook ads and I realized I was getting to the point where I had to test. I had to test. I had to test. I had to test. Well, we don't know. Is this ad going to perform better than this ad and this ad and this ad? And I'm like, you got to test it. And I had an internal like pushback from that. And I was like, why? And I was like, because you use the word test. How do people feel about taking tests? And it's like, even I am dealing with that stuff. And I go, no, 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 no. You're just playing, man. You're just taking a little bit of money and playing to see what ads perform best. Yeah. It's like, like, you don't even have to use that sort, sort of terminology. Like if people, if I say networking and they're like, I hate, I absolutely loathe networking. And I'm like, oh, you don't like meeting people who can afford your services, who can become clients or refer people who can become clients? And they go, well, no, but it's like, well, that's what networking is. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's like all about reframing that, you know, that word. Cause it's in coaching when I'm coaching people, it's like, we'll come up against like those words and they're like, no, I'm not going to do that. And you'll have this huge pushback in your body. You'll be like, nope. Okay. And so then that's kind of the cue of like, okay, well let's, let's push into that and see, you know, what, what is it about that word that, you know, what about that is, you know, causing that? And usually it will be this, you know, something either, you know, something that's happened in the past or like you said, the test, you know, you don't like taking tests. This brings that idea of test and, you know, and then just kind of realizing that that's your, that's your block and reframing it into something that honors your personal values, getting back to that whole value, um, something that you value 
And, you know, for me, I am, I'm super curious. I love, you know, I love science. I love experimenting. So for me, it would be for Facebook ads. I too hate tests. And so I would say, I'm going to experiment, you know, I'm going to see, I'm going to do this and I'm going to experiment and see what happens. And so then it clicks into, you know, my personal, you know, valuing of, you know, seeing testing, well, I guess not really testing, but experimenting and all that. The apprentices I work with um, are mainly learning technique at the moment, but I'm slowly mm -hmm. helping them work on this 80% of the business portion. And I know what's going to happen. Once we get enough in place and they start making money, mm -hmm. their mindset's going to be like, oh, wait, let's do, wait, let's do more of that. And I'm like, oh, this business thing? This this uh, this oyster that you want to get a pearl out of, and you realize once you start feeding it, you go, oh man, this is fun! Like I'm getting clients and I'm helping people, and it's it gets to a point if you learn how to do it, it's a little bit like exercise. When you mm -hmm. first do it, it's sore, you're sore, it feels awkward. Once you've done it for a while and you built up the muscle memory, it feels effortless. And when you can help people and make money nearly effortlessly, oh yeah. That's that's the good stuff. And you probably, I mean, working as a business coach, I'm trying to save massage therapists from working from someone else if they mm -hmm. simply don't choose to. Most of the therapists I talk to would prefer to work for themselves. They don't know how to run the business. And when I'm trying to provide them free resources to help them get out of working at facilities if that's not what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's exactly kind of what I'm, have set up too. I mean, I'm kind of focusing on, you know, like I said, um, just people locally in my area um, at the moment, um, just because I haven't quite figured out how to do it all virtually. Uh, but it's just that idea of giving them what I wanted when I first started my business. Um, and just giving them that extra little step so they don't have to necessarily figure it all out on their own. And you know, then 10 years later have to go back and undo a whole bunch of bad business practices that don't align with, you know, where they want to go, um, which is kind of what I had to do. I actually hired a business coach. So, um, and that kind of, you know, jump started a lot of the direction I wanted to go and really yeah. gave me a lot of perspective. So it's like, I would, when I first started out, I didn't really, I was like, uh, eh, no, I don't want to spend the money to, you know, learn all that business stuff. And then I wish I had because <laughs> it's amazing, you know, just actually taking the time and resources to put into learning the business side of everything. It's, I mean, you can do okay as a massage therapist without learning business if you're smart and resourceful, but actually buckling down and learning the business side of it if you're smart and resourceful you're just gonna skyrocket it'll it'll take your heart and put it on steroids and amphetamines <laughs> yep. that's what i tell people it's like all the stuff you want to do all the reasons you know i want to help people that's what all therapists tell me in class you know mm -hmm. like, there'll be 20 students in class and i'm like <laughs> how many of you went in a massage to make a lot of money that's your primary goal like almost nobody raises their hands who went in a massage to help people? Everybody. And I go, and guess how you're going to help the most people? Making a whole lot of money. <laughs> yep. Being, being good at business makes that, to a point, you know, effortless. Also, is it hard? Yes. 
it's still challenging. It's still difficult. It's still building a business. It's still work. I do think that it's actually easier now than at any time. It's easier now to build a business than at any time in history. Oh, yeah. I would definitely agree with that. I mean, just from the resource. I mean, like like you said, you have YouTube. And, I mean, I'm constantly Googling, you know, or YouTubing, you know, how do I do this? How do I do that? You know, and it's amazing the resources that you have. And a lot of people ask me questions. Well, how do I do this? I was like, have you checked Google yet? They're like, no. I was like, why? It's, all you have to do is type it in. And it's like you can literally learn anything on YouTube. Yeah. Except massage. You can't learn massage online. Everybody tells me that. And I go, <laughs> oh, really? Okay, yeah. There's a click. To, you click that link to my free trial. I'm going to prove you wrong. <laughs> It's like, no, you can't learn massage online. It's a hands-on skill. I'm like, you know, could you learn how to be a mechanic online? I mean, you, you actually have to go out to the car and use the tools, but I can give you information. It's the same thing. You can give mm -hmm. people information. They, they have to execute on it and use it and probably practice and do it again and again and again. But, but yeah. you can provide a huge amount of information in a digital format. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's like, so how did you I, do it in massage school? You had lectures. You got told the information. You took notes, and then you went and did it. Hands-on. And here's the thing. They, they believe they can only learn massage hands-on. Most therapists I run into, how often are they taking CE classes? They complain because they have to take one every two years. <laughs> it's like, so what are you doing to, like, upgrade your education, to continue to build your education? to continue to work with, you know, different body workers, go get a Lomi session, go get some craniosacral therapy, you know, neurokinetic therapy, whatever it is. Um, if you understand that people are saying they have to learn hands-on, well, you have to take lots of hands-on classes. Lots of hands-on classes gets expensive. You have to travel. Oh, yeah. Well, and in Washington, we're only required to take eight hours of hands-on classes every two years. The rest of it can be online or like personal yeah. development. So, yeah, it's, it's, most of it's done because, I mean, therapists are busy and it's, yeah. the hands-on stuff is expensive. So, All right. So uh, from here, is there anything or any, any final uh, information you'd like for therapists to know? The last um, point. Last point. It really boils down to with value um, really doing the inner work first honestly it's doing discovering what you value and how you can then give that value away to other people um, if our goal is to help people and you know then discovering our values and how to bring that out into the world and how that's going to help is going to be that first step and doing our self-care and our you know internal work is really I think the biggest thing I think therapists know but they don't do yep and I think you got to work at it and you got to continue and keep working at it mm -hmm. trial trial and error <laughs> <laughs> so um, last time uh, where can people find you to get your resources and contact you um, so through Facebook, um, the Massage Therapy Internship Program of Washington um, is kind of the best way. You can send me a message. You can follow me. 
Um, the link to my website there for that internship, and that's my business coaching. Um, and then if you know people just want to contact me for a massage, um, it's Intuit Touch Massage, and um, my website's intuit-touch.massagetherapy.com. And again, uh, this is Brittany Younger. I'm Robert Gardner. Uh, you can click on the link. I think it's rgwellness.store. It's either above or below. There's a free trial for our subscription service that's running right now. Uh, um, go ahead and check that out. It's uh, free for your first month. Uh, Brittany, thank you so much for coming live with me to do this. We may try to do this again in the future. If you have any specific topics you want to go over, just let me know. But uh, thank you all for tuning in. It was a pleasure to talk with you. I hope you got some advice and information that you can use and implement in your practices. And you guys have a great day. I'm off the rest of the day. Oh, thank goodness. Get to take a nap. <laughs> awesome. I, yep, I got clients to see. So um, I definitely appreciate you having me on. I love talking about values. It's kind of one of my favorite things. So. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you're interested in practicing or learning from Robert Gardner in person, Head on over to rgwellness.store. There are a variety of classes listed for the Q4 of 2019. Let's take a look at what we've got. We've got Chicago, Illinois on October 6th. Houston, Texas on October 18th. Christiansburg, Virginia, October 12th. Round Rock, Texas, November 3rd. Yelm, Washington, October 26th. Round Rock, Texas, October 21st. Dallas, Texas, March 29th, and Virginia Beach, Virginia, September 22nd. Check that out. If any of those dates work for you, those are the intro tie classes as well as the Body Workers Conference uh, available to you all through the rgwellness.store. Head on over there and check it out. Thank you. <laughs>